Cinema. Welcome back to War with Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Part of the Collector. What's up, everybody? And this is the second episode of Month of McCarthy. The Month of McCarthy. We've had doing... some really good titles of our last... We had the Pars Month of Terror, yeah. and now we have, you know, Greg's Month of McCarthy. I know we're going to have to come up with a Christmas special one, but... Uh, yeah, well, you know, we got a couple weeks, but... uh. <laughs> But we're doing Spy. What? Yeah. I thought you were doing. I thought we were doing Bridesmaids. Then why did you give me Spy? I I didn't. I did not get. <laughs> I did not give you fucking Spy. You are a liar. <laughs> you are a fucking liar. I did not give you Spy. Oh my god! Don't do this to me again. <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna shit. <sighs> no, I'm totally joking. We're doing bridesmaids. Oh my god, that's fucking great. You got me 110 percent on that one. I know. I was trying to like not talk about the movie before the podcast to set that one up. I was wondering. I was like, he's been pretty bland today. Like, okay, <laughs> he's just kind of let me go on about my bullshit. Yeah, right. I just didn't want to talk about it. But um, that's great, dude. Great way to open up the episode. <laughs> so yeah, bridesmaids. Yeah, uh, 2011. Yes. And this one is has McCarthy in it, but she is not the main character. Well, the thing is, is this is the one that kind of gave Melissa McCarthy her. Yeah, she started getting some shine because she like most of her lines in this movie are just ad libs. Mm. So I thought that was pretty interesting, and that's what got her so successful. Is everyone a lot of physical so comedy in this one for that her. too? Yeah. Um, she also was uh, on Mike and Molly, and that started picking up too. Um, yeah. Well, I know back in the day, Gilmore Girls, she was pretty popular on that. Oh, I never watched Gilmore Girls. Yeah. But I did like Mike and Molly. That mm. was all right. I didn't watch that, so. It's a big guy. Uh, no, I know of it. I just never oh, watched okay. it. Well, because you're not a big fan of hers, but hopefully <laughs> this movie and the other two are starting to change that. <laughs> so this has a stacked cast of female comedians, Kristen Wiig. You know, at in 2011, Rudolph. though, some of these chicks weren't like... At Super their at their height though, this movie did a lot for a lot of people's careers. I feel like yeah, Kristen Wiig started getting uh, leading roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, her and Maya Rudolph are great on SNL. Yeah. I don't know if you like SNL. I, I I like SNL. Some some of it, not all of it, but yeah. they have had good good people come from that show for a long time. Agree. Uh, some of the titans of comedy have come from SNL. You know, yeah, definitely. Especially the earlier. Days. I was gonna say the golden age is like. I was gonna say Chevy Chase and Bill Murray and all them. Right. Like, so, I have a lot of notes on bridesmaids. Um, let's let me pull that up so we can uh, get into this. Some of these scenes are fucking hilarious, and I still fucking fell out of my chair laughing like it was that good. <laughs> well, we were talking about, you know, women need to do their own. Not they don't need to do their own, but it's like right. it would be more beneficial if they did their own thing. And this is speaks exactly on what we were talking about, because women have their own experiences in life that, you know, right, that men can't relate to. And this movie is exactly like that. This is a bunch of stuff that women go through that I wouldn't even think about. See, when people talk about like chick flicks and stuff like you could consider this a chick flick. But at the same time, I don't because like I feel like comedy doesn't matter. Yeah, like comedy doesn't have to be put in any kind of box. It's either funny or it's not. But right. um, I like movies like this. Like you said, that women have their alternate take on things. And uh, people say this is the chick hangover, but I don't agree with that. I think this, this is like its own. Like it's. You know what's funny know. is this didn't even feel like an ense- an ensemble movie. It more so felt like Kristen Wiig's movie. 
you know? Yeah. Because it mostly like focused on her and well, she all fucking the shit knocked she it out of the through. park in this one. If we were doing Crystal Wig Month, this would have been like one of the last ones I gave you. Yeah, because she she kills it in this. Her and Maya Rudolph both. Yeah. Um, so the whole thing is she. Um, Maya Rudolph's her best friend. Right. She's getting married. They grew up together. Her character's Annie, mm-hmm. and uh, now Maya, her husband to be, his like best friend has a wife and her and uh, Maya Rudolph's character. That's going to irritate me. I got to remember her name. Who's that? Maya Rudolph's character, Lily. Okay. So Lily is uh, made friends with uh, Helen, who is her, uh, like I said, her fiance's husband's best friend or business partner, something like that. Yeah. So they've gotten close and uh, a big part of the movie that makes it funny is Annie and Helen going at it, Mm -hmm. you know, because they're both kind of like, because Annie's the maid of honor, but uh, Helen's kind of like stole it, stole all the good, the shit that normally a maid of honor would do. Right. She set up the parties and the and the um, bachelorette party and all this stuff. And Annie's broke as shit. Mm-hmm. That's like one of her little side uh, plots is like she's struggling financially. She um she uh, it's actually a funny little part is her roommate is uh, Rebel Wilson. Oh, right. I forgot about that. And her twin brother. Dude, I, it took me forever to figure out who that guy was. I'm like, why is he so familiar? Yeah. Matt Lucas. He's uh, the he is creepy as shit. Right. Yeah. Like just he was unsettling. The, he was the little fat uh, yeah. Tweedledee and Tweedledum yeah, yeah, yeah. from the Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Of course, he's in a Tim Burton movie. You look at this fucking guy. Like, yeah, you're in a Tim Burton movie. It just took me forever. It was like near the end of the movie. I finally like pinned it. Also, I before I forget, I want to say Chris O'Dowd did a great job in this movie. Uh, I saw him and I loved him in This Is 40. Um, but he's good in this one, too. Playing mm-hmm. the cop. I like that. Her love interest. Yeah, actually, I had some. I think I had a note that I actually did enjoy the cop love scene you well, know love I, love interest rather i feel like that's where a lot of rom-coms lose people is like they're either too much involved in the love aspect of mm-hmm. it or they're just trying to get cheap laughs yeah you know out of people but i right. felt like this one had did a good job of putting very funny shit in it and it whilst, did feel like a real like blossoming of a relationship you know right what I mean? like this woman's life is complete chaos of course she would find the guy she's supposed to be with mm-hmm. you know during all this also a big shout out to john ham thank you yes okay <laughs> i'm not I, i'm not gonna lie i love john ham's comedy like whenever he does little guest spots on shit i think he does a great job i think he should do more comedy honestly yes um fun uh, fact he didn't want to be credited in this movie because he didn't want it, anybody to think it was a serious movie so oh, he's yeah. not credited in the movie Really? Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. He plays like, like I'll tell you, like I've never seen Mad Men, but watching him in this movie, because like. You've never seen Mad Men? No. Mad see, Men is amazing. Yeah. See, I was. It's I was fucking incredible. I was going to ask you if you'd seen it. I but love it. Everybody said that he's the best part of that show. Yes. And like I said, like I figured if I was going to get into John Hamm, that's where you got to start. Yes. A hundred percent. But uh, everyone's great in that show, though. Like. Right. There is not a wasted body on that show. But I just want to say, if there was like a Hall of Fame for playing like a womanizing f- yes. motherfucker, like he's got to be in it. Like mm-hmm. as far as that and this, so uh, that's what everybody kept saying. Like, bro, he's not even acting. It's just Mad Men. Like <laughs> <laughs> he's just putting a little funny spin on it, right? 
but I did think he, I did like him in this movie. He did a really well, really good job. Well, the opening scene the because like I'm sure all women do this. Like they wake up first at some dude's house and, and they get wanna, ready. Yeah. yeah, they just want to look perfect when for they when first this, wake up. Yeah. This dude and he just wakes up with the morning breath, <laughs> breathes <laughs> that shit right in her face, and he's just being like a straight complete dick, like. Like, I'm sure most women could be like, yeah, I had that guy before. <laughs> yeah. But, she uh, she was with her friend. Lily. Lily. They were out eating breakfast or whatever. She's like, why do you deal with that guy? She's like, he's so hot. Yeah. <laughs> I think like, that's on both ends. Like, guys, too. It's like, God, we date this, like, bitch of a woman, but she's so hot. It's like. Yeah, it's like good looks just make up for a shitty personality. You know, right. Um, but yeah. It doesn't go the other way. Good personality can't make up for good looks. No, I really can't. Like, uh. <laughs> Good personality doesn't get you far in life. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Wish it did. But uh anyways, so that's when they're saying, like, I got ma- I got engaged and yeah. I want you to be my bra- maid of honor. So they have that. an engagement party and after <laughs> this is the third time I think this is the third or fourth time I've tried watching this movie and I turn it off at the exact same time. Really? Every time. And it's the congratulations speech. Oh, that's when they great. go back and forth. I turn it off because it goes on for too long and I don't find it funny. It starts off, I feel like, but it is one of those. It's one of the few jokes in the movie. I feel like that goes a bit. It does go on a little too long. Yeah, exactly. Like if they cut out a couple of those, right. it would be OK. But I turn it off because I'm like, I don't care. And I really had to muscle through. I'm like, I need to watch this for the podcast. I can't turn it <laughs> off this time. <laughs> but once you get through it, I, it, yeah. it, I feel like it gets better. Yeah. Um. Just even the little shit, like uh, when she gets handed like the water, like the she's like, God damn, that's good water. <laughs> <laughs> it's got some like avocado and shit in it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Cucumber slice. <laughs> she's like, oh, fancy ass fucking water. <laughs> she takes a drink. She's like, God damn, that's good. It's <laughs> <laughs> in like a champagne glass with all the shit hanging out of it. Right. Um, fun fact, whenever they were doing their their congratulations speech, Helen yeah. speaks another language. Was it Thai or something like that? That's yeah, so fucking crazy. So they were running through the script and she was speaking some random, not a real language. She was just saying random shit. So they had her learn like cues from another language. Uh-huh. So she's not speaking another language, but she has those like <laughs> phonetic cues. I thought that was pretty uh-huh. funny. So that's where that comes from. Oh, that's right. Rose Byrne, I love her, and it's funny because when you said Spy, I took me back because she's great in that, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, her, I love her and Annie's back and forth through the movie because it, it doesn't just play, and it plays into literally anything they do. Well, that's kind of the whole movie. It's the yeah. new, uh, the old best friend versus the new best friend mm-hmm. fighting over, you know, who's more important in this one person's life. <laughs> I, I've been, like in my notes i start just writing random things i have to like think back on what the fuck i was even talking about right but i'm like what's with the tennis because now we're second movie into melissa mccarthy and they're playing tennis again and oh, i'm just yeah. like is this a, gonna be like a running melissa mccarthy thing that there's tennis in every movie i'm trying to think if there's a tennis scene <laughs> in, in any of the other ones i gave you because uh their friend makes them play tennis to like bond, I guess. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's that tennis scene. Nothing really happens. It's not really that funny. Oh, although I, I do love her. Her um, that other lady. I forgot. I'm her trying name. to think the one from Reno 911. I was just about to her say her kids are fucking hilarious. <laughs> These are my kids, uh, step kids. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to think. Oh yeah, Wendy, M- Wendy McLennan. She's funny. 
Yeah. She plays Rita. Mm-hmm. I have teenage boys. The other day I went in there to clean the room. I snapped a towel in half like a board. <laughs> <laughs> There's cum everywhere. Or jizz or some shit. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking great. Oh, I just don't want to touch back on the roommates, the Rebel Wilson and the brother. Oh, my Caleb. God. The the first scene is like, uh, do you have the rent? Do, do you have it so I could pay the rent? And yeah. Like, she's like trying to say like, yeah, I, I, I'm going to get it. And uh, he's like, yeah, but you don't but you don't have it and we send it off on this day. And then she's like, look, I got a tattoo and that shit is terribly infected. What is it? It's a Mexican it's- worm. <laughs> Tequila worm or something <laughs> like that. Right. It was free. <laughs> it's infected. You need to go- <laughs> <laughs> a guy said, do you want to get a t- free tattoo in my van? And you just thought, yeah, I just got hopping right in. He's like, of course, it's free. You need to go put some peas, frozen peas on that. <laughs> and she opens up the bag. <laughs> It, on. Uh, it does feel better. <laughs> I love Rebel Wilson. I think she's fucking hilarious. She's great uh, in the Pitch Perfect movies. Yes. I, I love her in those. Um, you know she lost all that weight. Yeah, I know. She's like skinny now. I, I hate to say it, man, but I, I liked her better big. I know it's, it's sad. It's travesty. You know who did lose a bunch of weight and looks good? Mm. Adele. Oh yeah, she. Looks I amazing. loved her big too, but yeah. she still looks banging. She's a fucking gorgeous woman, and she has one of the most beautiful voices ever. I, I would say, man, like her and Celine, they're like fighting for like the best voice ever. <laughs> also, uh, honorable mention would be like uh, Amy Lee from Evanescence. No. I think she has a beautiful voice. She's overrated. God, bro, hate dude. Yeah, don't fuck. I think she's overrated. Oh, Amy, if you hear this, I still love you. <laughs> Put Evanescence back together. <laughs> they do a Daredevil movie. Y'all got to do the thing. No, one of my favorite singers is uh, Tarja. She was from Nightwish. Fucking incredible voice. One of the best voices I've ever heard in my life. I'm not going to pretend to know who the fuck that is. I know. But uh, I, 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 I'll take your word for it. Whoever's listening knows who Nightwish is, knows who Tarja is. And... Tarja. Anyway, so uh, I guess after the engagement is like when they go for like the uh, bridal brunch or something. And... Right, she takes her to... Uh, oh, they're shopping for dresses, that's what it is. Well, before that, she does take them out to eat. Yeah, and like I said, Annie's balling on a budget, so yeah. she does this like cheap Brazilian restaurant right. where they serve like a bunch of fucking meat and stuff. I'm glad you said this, because it's my next note. Whenever they're after, they go and eat, they have their nice time, and then they go shopping for dresses. And everybody but Helen, of course, ate the meat. And I, it was like, oh my God, this place is so great. How did I not know about it? And like, it's so cheap. And mm-hmm. of course, Annie is looking like a superstar because she just wants to make Helen look like a bitch, you know? Right. And uh, so everybody eats and everything's good. <laughs> they get... <laughs> <laughs> they get to the, to the dress shop. <laughs> They all have on their different bridesmaids' dresses to, to pick out which one they want. And and this is where I wrote, I hate this. This is the first time I laughed in this movie. It's this moment. That's only the first time you didn't laugh at the opening scene with her and John Hamm? No, it wasn't funny. I thought it was funny. Meh. Some of it. Um, this is the first like legit laugh that whenever... Uh, um, it was actually Melissa McCarthy. Whenever she kept... I actually busted out laughing because I could imagine She's that. shitting in the sink. Oh my god, that yeah. is too fucking good. They're all in these big foofy dresses. Yes, and they're just fucking letting it go. The fucking the <laughs> Nick. I busted out laughing. I was gonna say if this the, is the first time you laughed, this definitely had to made up for some of it because like it is fucking gold. Whenever um 
what's her name? Lillian? Lillian? Lilia. Yeah. Whenever she is in that big poopy dress, <laughs> she shits in and the she street. is trying to get across the street, and she's like, "Nope, it's oh, happening," oh, and she shits in the middle oh. of the street. I busted out laughing, and it's because we've—I think we've all been there. <laughs> We're just like, I'm either shitting on this, I'm either shitting out here, or I'm shitting on myself. I like, was gonna say, do you have any shit stories that you've experienced uh, like that? I've had some where I've been very close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like one where, day. I don't remember what I ate. Oh, I know what it was. So, funny story. It's usually Taco Bell. (laughs) Me and a good friend of mine were going to drive out to Orlando and go to Bahama Breeze. And it was a 90-minute wait. And we're like, and it was on Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And we're like, we're not fucking waiting 90 minutes for Bahama Breeze. So we end up just going to fucking Burger King out over in Orlando for whatever reason. And I get a fried chicken sandwich for whatever reason, because I don't have a gallbladder and certain things affect me differently. <laughs> Spicy shit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a roll of the dice with my body when I eat certain things and fried chicken is one of them. So we're in Orlando, eat my fried chicken sandwich and I'm like, oh, let me just take you home. So we drive all the way back over here. But the thing is, I live in PC at the time. Right. She lives in Lakeland. Uh-huh. So I drop her off at her house in Lakeland and I have to drive back to my house in Plant City and I have bubble guts the whole fucking time. Why did you use her bathroom, time. bro? No, I didn't have to. Well, oh. I don't think I had to. I don't think it was there Obviously, yet. Obviously, yeah, you could have. So I was like yeah. on my way home and I'm like, oh shit. And it was like late at night. Ugh. It was like 11, 12. And I was literally on my street and... <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to make it. I literally pulled over. I'm like, I'm just going to shit on the side of the street. This is just going to happen because I'm not shitting in my car by accident. Did you? No. I I ended up holding it because I'm like, I'm not shitting on the street. So I like clenched up real tight, ended up making it home. And that was good. My buddy, who will remain nameless for his, you know, he's yeah. got kids and shit now. Like, <laughs> He said he was he was uh, riding home on the interstate and uh, he had to he had to shit so bad. He's like, dude, there was no options. There was no to the next exit. Mm-hmm. And he said that uh, he had a Walmart bag. So he just slid up in the seat and put the Walmart bag up to his ass. Kind of like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just kind of let it was, was shitting in a bag, you know, driving 70 down whatever interstate. And he hit. Yeah, he hit a toll. And it was in a toll that you just like put the money in. Like there was somebody at the window taking the money. <laughs> so as you can imagine, uh I pull up, ass completely out, shitting in a in a Walmart bag. <laughs> it had to hand this guy a dollar fifty. I feel like he could have pulled over, finished his business, and then went to the toll. He said it b- before he uh I, don't know, I guess there was no pullover lane, probably, because I know there's parts of right um, the interstate where you can't pull over, which is fucking nuts. Well, he said he was so far over, like in the left, yeah, side, like it was just impossible to do while right. he was doing what he was doing. That's fucking hilarious. But yeah, he said that's like top five embarrassing, most embarrassing shit that's ever happened to me. Yeah. He said literally, and uh, yeah, he said he just drove down the road and tossed it out the window like a boot, like a yeah, slingshot, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> I said, that's disgusting, bro. It is disgusting. 
He's like, yeah, tell me about it. I had to wipe my ass with a, with a napkin from McDonald's or something like that. I was just like, well, at least you had that in there. Yeah. You didn't have to use like a, a ticket or, or just shit your, your registration. <laughs> Proof of insurance. I love how you tell other people's fucking shit story instead of your own embarrassing shit story. Well, I take a lot of pride in the fact that I haven't ever shit my pants as an adult. So if I was going to tell some you, of us aren't so lucky, if I was going to tell you a story about me shitting myself, I would be a child and uh, nobody cares about that. I take so. offense to that. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I just feel like there's an age in life where you're too old to either shit slash piss on yourself. Now, if, you have, if you have a medical condition, yeah. something like that, then that's understandable. But like, if you're just getting fucked up, like waste, I know people that get so drunk, they just piss on themselves. Like, yeah. how are you so drunk? You don't know where your dick is. Like <laughs> that's some Burt Kreischer shit right there, but you're not hanging out with the Russian mob. You're just on your back porch. Right. But anyways, <laughs> I don't want to spend a whole podcast talking about. I was about to say, dude, we totally <laughs> derailed. If you want to trip some of that back, but <laughs> But uh, anyway, so yeah, they shit all over the bathroom, in the sink, in the in trash cans. It's hilarious. On the street. She shits on the street and uh, she tells she tells uh, Annie afterwards because they're like getting cleaned up or whatever. Oh, and Annie's trying to hold out so bad. Mm. And Helen starts fucking with her. Oh, she's like, oh, you look sick. She's like, I'm just Are you hungry. sure you're, it's not that gray lamb you had? Didn't look very cooked. And she's just green, like sweating. And the whole bit is is hilarious. Like, it was a funny bit. It made me laugh. I still couldn't breathe, like watching it. It was great. And uh that's why I said Melissa McCarthy's a lot of her laughs in this movie are physical comedy because mm-hmm. the look on her face as she's letting that shit, you know that sink was fucked forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she uh, she went into explaining what it was. I don't remember what it was, but she said it was fucking disgusting shooting that scene. <laughs> she's like, I knew it wasn't real shit, but it was still nasty. Right. Yeah, because I think she's got like boots on and shit, too. Yeah. Because she's like a very tomboyish. Well, fun fun fact is she modeled her character after Guy Fieri. Oh, yeah, because she wears a lot of Hawaiian shirts <laughs> in this movie. That's hilarious, too. She doesn't really touch on it, either. It's yeah. Mandels. She's got mandals on right. for a lot. She looks like a fucking dad, mm-hmm. like pretty much like a like a dad at a barbecue. Like, a, like no offense to any truck drivers, but if you picture a female truck driver, that's kind of what Melissa McCarthy makes me think of. A little bit, yeah. Or just like a dad at a barbecue, yeah. Like, um. So, anyways, after that, they uh, she pretty much tells Annie like, "I love you, but uh, I'm gonna let Helen take over on the planning because <laughs> you're gonna kill everybody, right? Trying to save money, and they're trying to get it to where they don't have to go." Annie's trying to make it to where it's a cheap everything. And Helen because has... she's broke as fuck. Right. And can I just, like, touch on that? Because I've had this happen a couple times, not to me, but people I've heard of, is people were having these, like, extravagant weddings, and I guess they had to buy their own bridesmaid's dress. Mm. And this girl, the one that has money, is trying to buy these, like, $800 dresses. And it's like, not everyone has $800 to drop on a random dress. Like, I, I get it, you're having a wedding, and this is your big day, but, you know, some of us got a budget. Right. But it's ha- I've heard of that before, like people having these extravagant like weddings and stuff, and you have to like pay your own way. It's like fuck all that. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Only thing I asked at my wedding was like just dress nice and be there. Right. No um, jeans. No. I yeah. don't think so. Well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know you when you got married. Mm-mm. No, this is before we met. I probably wouldn't have got invited anyways, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> these are classy people i would never let you around these people it's okay it was full of mosquitoes it was a miserable time for most people 
We didn't plan for the mosquitoes. Would you have it at fucking night? No, but it was like later in the day and it's like right beside a lake. Ah, uh, yeah. So it Doesn't was just matter. really bad timing. It was in February. Mm. Yeah. It should have been cooler. It should have been cooler, but mosquitoes were running rampant that day. Slash Florida. You can't predict shit. Right. Slash Florida, definitely. Um. So anyways, they end up getting, they end up having to go to Vegas for the bachelorette party mm-hmm. and Annie has to like... I don't know. I ever remember. Well, how before she that, she this is when she meets the cop. Right. He pulls her over because her she's driving crazy because she's mad about the the bridesmaid thing about being. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And he pulls her over because she doesn't have any taillights and she's driving crazy and. Yeah. So this is when they first meet up. So I had to touch on that. She's kind of a dick to him. Yeah. But like he, I don't know for some reason he just kind of likes her. Yeah. And gives her a break. You know? Yeah. Fun fact, he was actually supposed to have an American accent in this movie, uh-huh. but she said she liked his accent so much that she wanted to keep it in the movie. So. He's like, uh, he's like Scottish or Irish, something. I Irish. Something. I thought Irish. Yeah. I forget. Very Irish. <laughs> but he's great. Oh, he's great. Movie. I actually really liked him in this movie. Um, Cause like you tell right away, like, you know, he, he kind of, he kind of likes her a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but she's got all this other shit going on, so at the first she doesn't really want anything to do with him. But uh, she has a bakery that's went out of business, and that's why she's all screwed up, mm-hmm. because she put everything into her business. And right. Couldn't. But uh, to to be, like, sweet, she put, like, all this effort into, like, these little cupcakes for Lily and all that, and, like, it just got crushed by, like, Helen's money. Because, <laughs> like, that's pretty much what it is, is she's... Relying on like their relationship from when they were kids, like yeah, she's the nostalgia right. old friend that we grew up together, and then and Helen's like the new exciting, like I'm just gonna throw money at you. Yes, like, exactly. If you want to just go somewhere, bitch, we can do that. Like right. that's that's the kind of friend Helen is. Which those are good friends too. Not hating on them by any means, but yeah, uh, they do a good job of making Helen. The nemesis for the most part. Yeah. And then later on in the movie, they kind of team up to get it done. Because mm-hmm. uh, Annie kind of fucks it up. <laughs> well, after the cop scene that they do, they do decide to go to Vegas for uh, a bachelorette party. And I love the scene on the plane between McCarthy and her future husband. I I love that shit. So She's like, look at hate, my leg. I hate, that you, uh, I hate that you brought that up. Um, so whenever Melissa McCarthy is sitting beside this guy, I looked at him and I was like, that dude looks like he's into fat chicks. Like, <laughs> That's terrible, bro. <laughs> That's terrible, bro. And then I found out later that him and Melissa McCarthy are actually married. And I was like, well, it makes sense now. Yeah, he directed the boss. Yeah. Uh, he's in all of her, her movies. Yeah. I didn't know what he looked like. I didn't know that yeah. was him until like after the movie. I was like, oh, yeah. I think they're a cute couple. Like, they look like they're... I didn't say there was anything wrong with it. I was just... <laughs> he looks like he's in a bad chicks. Oh, my God. <laughs> we get that on a shirt for you. <sighs> but, uh... But, yeah, she has this, like, ongoing joke where she, like... She's like, I know I know what you are. You're an air marshal. Where do you keep your gun? What are you ass? talking about? Yeah. I'm not an air marshal. I'm just a guy on a plane. Leave me alone, you know? And she starts hitting on him. It's so fucking funny. It is. Because he acts like he's not interested at all, but like, 
I guess like if he was an air marshal, you're supposed to like focus on the job. Mm-hmm. So I guess like she's fucking with him because yeah, she's yeah, yeah. super smart in the movie. She's like a, a a nuclear scientist or some shit because she knows where all these like nuclear silos are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she's she fucking works with, for the government. Yeah, yeah, and she's fucking with Andy. And she's at one part in the movie, it's kind of like what gives her the like buck up moment in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's feeling bad for herself. She's like, you know, people made fun of me every day in school. So you know what I did. I became a bookworm and I studied and I became smarter than all those assholes. And now I know where all the nuclear weapons in the Eastern hemisphere are. <laughs> Some shit like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, I'm not supposed to tell you where they are. Cause it's top secret. A lot of shopping malls. <laughs> it's a great scene. It, that That's an ad lib scene too. Yeah. Ad lib. Um, but yeah, she keeps fucking with, she's like, where do you keep your gun at? She's like, do you have it in your asshole? He's like, that doesn't make any sense because if you needed your gun, how are you going to get it out of your asshole? Look at her shit it out. Yeah. She's like, you can cut a hole in your back pocket and then you have quick access to it. He's like, nobody's cutting a hole in their back pocket to get a gun out of their asshole. That was pretty funny. I enjoyed I enjoyed that little scene because she like won't let that shit go. And he's like, you can't even fit a gun up your asshole. She's like, I can fit this nano up my asshole easily. Do you want me to you want me to show you? <laughs> that is great yeah well uh i think annie gets fucked up right so yeah annie she's poor so she has to ride in, in coach back, yeah. and they're all in first class right so she's really jealous and she keeps like making her way up to first class yeah. and helen gives her a pill like take this you'll calm down and uh she's like i don't i don't know what's going on the pill's not working whatever she's like you should drink with it which is a <laughs> bad idea for any pill it literally says on every pill you've ever taken don't, don't drink, drink alcohol <laughs> while taking so that like fucks her up and she starts acting like a crazy person i did laugh at the one part is uh cuz he pulls out he is an air marshal <laughs> fucking great I, I fucking knew it <laughs> well i was going to say the stewardess in first class keeps making her oh, yeah. go back she, Damn, she, she she like sneaks back up into first class with glasses and sits down she's like and he's like ma'am he, she's like it's not me it's Kristen wig at her best right? yeah this was all improvised too i thought it was pretty funny that made me laugh i was just about to say because her and maya rudolph and all them like they do have backgrounds and uh you know skits and shit like, right i'm sure a lot of this was just them fucking around it like, is a lot of well see what we get. like a will ferrell movie almost. you know this like, is a john apatow movie like i think he executive executively produced it that makes sense um so what he did is he made them do these scenes and stuff together before they shot a single thing to oh, like okay. give you know chemistry between the characters and the people working play with it movie. a little bit yeah, exactly so oh, that was good that we can leave out. Yeah. Right. So they gave him a lot of freedom in the movie. They apparently they would do one serious take and then they would do another take where they could just do whatever they wanted to do. Honestly, so, that's cool. Yeah. And you can always edit that shit together. Exactly. That's great. But yeah, uh, so he pulls out and he's like, fucking United States Air Marshal. He's <laughs> like, I fucking knew it. In my notes, I was like, called the Air Marshal. I'm like, he actually is the Air Marshal. And then I'm like, dot, dot, dot. It's her husband and he looks like he's in the pictures. <laughs> Were you drinking while you were watching this? No, I wasn't. Uh, I should have been. I should have been. Okay. So, uh, she, so I didn't understand this part. They didn't do a good job explaining it. They get kicked off the plane because she's acting crazy. They're taking a bus to Las Vegas, but she gets sent home. Yeah. So they made her go home instead of going to Las Vegas with them. I think so. Because she keeps fucking everything up. Yeah. 
Is that what happens? I, I think it's that or It was just... a really weird cut because they're on the plane. Then they're on a bus. I get that. You got kicked off the plane. You're having to take the bus. But the next thing you know, she's back at work the next day. I think something like she told Lily, like, oh, I just can't get it right or something like that. Or she can't afford it. Whatever. She's like, I can't afford the big dress, the big this, this, and that. I mm-hmm. think she, that's what she tells Lily. Like, just let Helen handle it and I'll be at the wedding or whatever. Yeah. She's, that's when she's like, starts to start feeling down on herself. Right. And, uh. Because I think she gets put on a no-fly list. Probably. I don't see why she wouldn't. she's acting crazy and yeah. the air marshal had to stop her and all that good shit. Yeah. So I think that's what that was. Um, Physical as as... comedy. Melissa McCarthy tackles the fuck out of her. Oh, <laughs> that was so pretty funny. fucking good. Um, so yeah, anyway, she's back at work and she's arguing with this little girl. Yeah. The girl's like, I want to get a best friend's ring. And she's like, why forever? She's like, because we're going to be best friends forever. No, you won't. A couple years at best. <laughs> Yeah, she's and then they just start going at each other, and I wrote in my notes, um, <laughs> "You're a little cunt." That shit made me laugh. <laughs> Her mom's funny too. Uh, Do you know she died? Before this movie got released, really? Yeah, they cut out a lot of her scenes to like preserve her memory. Oh, yeah, she shot her scenes, passed away before the movie actually got released. It was really sad because she was great. I loved her in this movie. That is fucking sad. Yeah, because they got a couple good scenes. They and, did. Because uh, the mom's supportive, but at the same time, she's like, you know, trying to get her to move on with her life. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, they left a couple good lines in there for her. right. She's um, like, I think, I think she went after him. Beaver first. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a couple scenes with the cop puts into their relationship. Yeah, like and, a go carrot. And then uh, I thought that was a cute moment. Like that really felt like a real. That, it feels like a date that anybody could be on. Right. Just get some shit at the convenience store, hang out on your car. I mean, it was in Grandma's Boy too. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like they have. The, I like the little scene where he's letting her. Uh, Oh, oh, oh yeah, the speed, yeah trap. the speed trap, and uh, she's like, "Ooh, fifty He's like, "It's five minutes. People are going to work." Yeah, that's the kind of cop I want. You know right, what I right, mean? Right, right. Five miles over this early in the morning. He's like, "There's no traffic." He's like, "People are just getting to work." Yeah, but then the dude hit like twenty over, and he's like, "She's like, looks at him. He's like, let's go get him.'" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's a cute scene. That yeah, I liked. I enjoyed that. Uh, which makes the so much more because like she starts getting so down on herself about the wedding and everything else. Well, they kind of at this part in the movie is where they lose touch. They don't even talk really mm-hmm. until um they're having another party. Yeah, it's like the engage or it's like the uh the rehearsal dinner or some shit. I don't know, but there's too many fucking I didn't have this many parties when I got married. It was the one. Like right. you come to the wedding and that's it. But I engagement party, pre-wedding party, I don't oh. know. I also love when her dad goes to give a speech at everyone and he's like, I don't understand why it costs so much money to get married. And everybody starts laughing. He's like, why y'all laughing? I'm serious. Why does it cost so much damn money for y'all to get married? <laughs> he's like, you just need two people and a priest. Yeah. <laughs> no, really, I'm. it's not a joke. <laughs> I just love that because I forget who, who plays the dad, but he I know him too. I've seen him in other stuff. Oh, I forgot. Like um, The part... This is way back earlier in the movie. Whenever Melissa McCarthy was talking about falling off the boat and talking to dolphins, that whole scene was like ad lib. Oh yeah. And then the scene whenever she's talking about the tall black guy, I'm gonna climb that like a tree. Yeah. Hundred percent ad lib. So that was funny. 
in the heat, she's got some great lines, man. I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. I, I love the heat almost as much as I love uh, Identity Thief. Because yeah. her and Sandra Bullock have really good chemistry, too. I was really surprised they haven't ever done a sequel to that one. Because there was potential there for, for like the buddy cop thing. Mm, I see. Um, but yeah. Anyways. But uh, yeah, this I made another note. Um, this is when they're doing at that party, the pre-marriage party, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's called. But I'm like, I get growing apart from your friends because that's what's happening is her friend is living this lavish new lifestyle and she's broke so she can't keep up with her. Right. And so they're kind of growing apart a little bit. I'm like, but that doesn't mean you get to be a cunt about the whole thing. You know what I mean? Like, just because you're yeah. growing apart with your friend doesn't mean you get to throw a temper tantrum because that's what happens at the party is she right. like breaks the cookie and yeah. causing a scene. It's like. Right. Well, it's I mean, so unnecessary. I think, uh, and that's why her and Helen end up making up in the movie because I think Helen was like, you know, I didn't make this shit easy for you at all. Yeah, and clearly you've got other shit going on. Well, she, the thing is, Helen wants what they have. Right, is that that long, closeness? That yeah. closeness, yes. So she tries to make up for it with money and lavish things, but she'll never have what they have. So they're both battling for different. Parts. But she's got a good little. Uh, she's got a good little part where she talks about like how like that's all she has is the money mm. and the lifestyle yeah, exactly. because she's not a real person type shit. Like, right. And uh, she's like, I would like to be your friend too, or whatever. And they like end up helping each other. Yeah, because uh, what's her name goes missing. So and the mm-hmm. the cop is mad at her because he was she was mean to him. Too. Oh, because it's a great scene because like her car breaks down and instead of calling the cop, she calls John Ham to uh, come right. get her. And then the cop ends up riding up on him, and he, she's like, because he thought like because they were hanging out that she she was gonna ask him to be her date to the wedding. Yes, but she ended up bringing John Ham because it's John Ham, right? And uh, he ends up just being the most misogynistic shithead ever. <laughs> and he's like, "You're not going to be my third booty call order or some shit like that." Or no, you're 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 no longer number three. But what happens is it's an ongoing joke with her and the cop. Is he's like, "You need to get your taillights fixed." Right. She there's a porcupine in the road, and she has to slam on her brakes, and the car behind her rear ends her but then drives off he's like you know why this happened and she's like because Helen's a gun he's like no it's because you didn't get your taillights fixed you still haven't got the taillights fixed. he like starts yelling at <laughs> right. her cause like you know he's the nice guy up to that whole point he's mm-hmm. kind of made excuses for her cause he likes her and everything but he, that's like one of my favorite lines he's like this is the fucking guy <laughs> He are you, up in a Porsche yeah he's like are you fucking kidding me this is the fucking guy <laughs> And he like burns out on her and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's uh, that's like the last time we see John Ham. But yeah, because she sees him for what a misogynistic pig he is. So, but she's fucked up with the cop. Yep. And uh, so she tries to be a good friend because, like, at the because Melissa McCarthy tells her, like, yeah, you're just throwing yourself a good old fashioned fucking pity party. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's your problem is you think the world gives a shit. Yeah. And then she has that good little bit. It's actually like her only dialogue, big dialogue in the movie, talking about, you know, how she was a nerd and now she does all that. But uh, so Annie, like, finds a way to, like, save the day and they get Wilson Phillips because there's like a a thing about they love Wilson Phillips. Mm -hmm. So they perform at the wedding. And uh, I love that line because Melissa McCarthy walks up to Kristen Wiig and she's like, I put a gun in uh, 
Lily's the, the the her brother. Oh right, right, right. Because the groom is her brother. Mm-hmm. He's like, I put a I put a gun in John's handbag. Ta is gonna beat the shit out of him. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great, and it's good because you get to see Wilson Phillips belt out that hit. I love that part. I uh, I fast forwarded through the music. I didn't have to hear the whole song. What? I fast forwarded. I you don't love that song, bro. No, I I'm don't. gonna buy you that album. No, fuck it's, off. It's fucking. I think it's Diamond. I think it sold 10 million albums. I don't care. I'm not one of them. Good. You know what CD I bought today, bro? What'd you buy? I bought fucking Big Willie Style from Will Smith because it's <laughs> one of the greatest albums ever made, dude. Yeah. yeah. He won Grammys for that shit. It's got the Men in Black song to finish it up, which is puts it in the Hall of Fame. Big Willie Style, getting jiggy with it, man. I just remember line dancing to that stupid shit back in high school or God, middle school or something. I loved that album, man. That's like one of the first CDs I ever got as a kid. I don't know. Did you hear his like earlier stuff when he was like, oh, yeah, the Fresh Prince. Oh, yeah, it's so like, good. Yeah, I love Summertime and shit like that. Yeah. And uh, But like, I don't know. Like, that was like his big album when I was a kid. He's got Miami on there. God, Miami with the one with him and his son just the two of us like it's it's a it, it brought back some nostalgia I got oh it it's for 100% cent. nostalgia yeah I got it for 50 cent um but yeah <laughs> so good shit out of the flea market today oh yeah yeah so yeah but um they did have that one ending scene with Melissa McCarthy and her husband playing like food sex whatever oh yeah she's like do you like the sandwich <laughs> Uh, it was weird. Well, I love at the wedding that like that's his date. That's her date to the wedding. Yeah, yeah. is him, and he he's like sitting there with the dogs because she has like a thing for dogs too. I think she's got like four dogs or something. Well, the thing is, one of the party gifts at one of the parties they were giving away puppies. Oh, that's but Melissa right. McCarthy stole nine of them. Yeah. <laughs> and during her little speech, she brings all nine dogs over. She's like, <laughs> "I think right. I overestimated." Like. I think I can only really take care of six dogs. Nine is a little too much for me. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, ever since then there's an ongoing joke about the fucking puppies. Yeah, that's right. I love that. <laughs> She's like, I took nine. <laughs> so, what did you? What do you give it? What do you? What do you give it? I actually wrote in my notes. Melissa McCarthy is better when she's in small doses and toned down. I think this is like the perfect amount of Melissa McCarthy for me, where I'm not. You know, annoyed. Well, so of course, out of the boss of this, you've liked this better. Yeah. But what but, do you give it for a grade? Like, what do you rate it? Is it like a Melissa McCarthy grade or is it a grade on like the movie itself? I mean, give me both. Give me both. One, give me the McCarthy grade because that's is the, it is the month of McCarthy. So I need yeah, that yeah, first. Yeah. As a Melissa, can't talk. As a Melissa McCarthy movie. I give it a slightly recommended, like, she didn't bring a whole lot to the table. I know she did a lot of ad-lib. So if you go into this movie knowing, like, a lot of her lines are ad-libbed, it's pretty funny. Um, But it didn't, like, it doesn't make me want to watch her movies, you know? I, I feel like she's the Zach Galifianakis of this movie. Like, I think she has some of the better, funnier parts. Yeah, if you have this much of her in a lot of other movies, I could tolerate it. Well, so. I feel like the next one I gave you, it's like the next step up in dosage Mm -hmm. because her and Sandy share it in this next one. But, and I'm going to go ahead and toss it out there for you, bro. Bill Burr is in this movie for five minutes. Oh, is he? It is fucking gold. (laughs) Bill Burr is gold. There's even a fucking, uh, 
new kid on the block in the movie, and he's fucking gold. Oh yeah. Let's put it this way: Mac- Melissa McCarthy's family. The scene that they're in is the. It's one of my favorite scenes of all movies. Like I'll fight somebody <laughs> if they tell me that shit ain't funny. But anyways, that's but as next a, week. But as a bridesmaids movie, I think it's. I highly recommend this for women in general because this is made for. This wasn't made for me as a man. This was made for women, and the. Well, I'm a man, and I fucking enjoy it. Well, enjoy yeah, it. you found it funny, but I'm saying like, yes, I recommend it as like a. It's pretty funny, but I highly recommend it to women because. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking on the last episode about women needing their own movies, this is right up there. This is right up women's alleys. So, I got you. We need. I think women need more of these movies, like geared towards them. Yeah, I guess this one at eight. Yeah, eight? I, yeah. I like it, man. It's. It, it, uh, I remember when I first saw it. Uh, I didn't see it at first because I was just like everybody else. I was like, oh, it's like female Hangover. I'm good. Right. And uh, me and the wife watched it one night. Uh, Probably got it. At, we got it out of a red box. Yep. Because you gave me the red box case. Yep. <laughs> and uh, I thought it was hilarious. Like, we, we watched it. We we had a great time watching it. And uh, it's always been one that, that that I've enjoyed. No. Mine, ours is pitch perfect because we bought it because people were talking about it. And we randomly watched it. And I fucking died laughing at pitch perfect. I love pitch perfect. Me and my wife, because we enjoyed the first pitch perfect so much, we watched all three of them when mm-hmm. they came out. And like, obviously, I didn't like the second or third one nearly as much as the first. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, there are certain uh, movies that you would say are like chick flicks and stuff that like I do enjoy with the wife. No, yeah. this is one of them. It's okay. If, uh, if it was on, I would probably watch it again, but I wouldn't like go out of my way to rewatch it. Oh, anytime it's on, I'll watch it because yeah. I feel like it's one of those movies that like it doesn't matter really real what part I catch it at. I still think it's good. It's got stuff to laugh at. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I give it eight. Oh, yeah. So solid. Oh, and uh, the other thing I love about this movie is just like I said, it's got so many good people in it that it got me on like certain actors and stuff like that like Maya Rudolph like I started watching more of the SNL clips with her in it Mm -hmm. and uh yeah because I really enjoyed her Kristen Wiig was another one like I started loving Kristen Wiig Kristen Wiig can be really funny I just did not like her in the Wonder Woman movie I thought I thought they I just didn't think they wrote her character right no they did not um I thought she looked great as Cheetah um and I liked her as the doctor and everything. Like I said, I just don't think they used the character. I think the whole movie, honestly, like it looked beautiful. They just didn't. The plot just got out of hand. Like, yeah, it needed yeah. another like Passover, a couple more Passovers with the script. I feel like there was like 45 minutes of that movie that could have got cut out. Like yeah. just unnecessary shit, like cool shit to look at. But like it was just like, what the fuck are we doing? Mm hmm. And uh, I didn't like. But yeah, anytime I see Kristen Wiig, I, I do enjoy her. She can be a little much sometimes, but for the most part, I like her when she's there. She can do, my thing about it is, is I think she's real talented because she could do the comedy very easily. And she's also got the, she's got it in her to do drama. Yeah. And I've seen her. Because there's a few drama right. parts in this movie that, you know, were believable. And it doesn't, yeah, exactly. It doesn't feel like she's like stretching it. Yeah. You know, like I feel like that's a big thing if you could tell somebody just does comedy roles or if they're an actual actor. Mm-hmm. You know, not that there's anything wrong with it. Adam Sandler is a fantastic comedian and, you know, comedic actor. But when he does serious shit, it's kind of 
not that he can't do it, but you could tell it takes a lot more for him to get there. Oh yeah, to to film that kind of shit. If I'm not mistaken, I think he said like doing Uncut Gems was like really difficult. Like mm-hmm. was one of his most challenging roles. So he said that in Rain Over Me mm-hmm. was like, and it is because if you watch Rain Over Me, is a sad ass movie, and Don Cheadle is a great actor. He could take it to there easily. Yeah, but uh. But yeah, Sandler's like one of those guys. Like I love his comedy so much that like he gets a pass whenever he has to do a serious one. Right. Even though I I like Uncut Gems, uh, some people don't, but I I liked it. You know? Yeah. It was something different. You know right. what I mean? And uh, but yeah, that's that's all I got to say about Bridesmaids. I thought mm-hmm. uh that was pretty cool. Did you watch Dune? I want to, bro. I, you, what do you mean the, you want? It's to? on the list, dog. I'm going to. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I just haven't had the time to sit down and watch a three-hour movie. <laughs> Two and a half. Same. same it's not shit. even that long. I know. But I want to give it the proper attention. Yeah. And, uh, don't don't half-ass watch it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. And my wife just constantly has me doing shit. Yeah. But I will get to it so we can talk about it. I promise. <laughs> Before the end of the month. Before the end of the month. Oh, uh, We finished Squid Game since the last time we did this episode. That's another one people keep telling me about. And I'm just like, I don't really know if I want to give a shit. Yeah. It's it's heavy. Yeah. All I'll say is like the Marvel scene, like I had to take a break. The Marvel scene? Yeah, there's a scene where they play marbles and it is fucking heavy. Like we had to like pause it, grab some food, like gather ourselves. This shit was heavy, man. It's is, really good. Movie. Is it like actual like people getting killed or like dying and shit? Like or is it like just a game show that they're filming or like I don't understand. See, no, I was the same is. way. Like, I I thought it was like Ninja Warrior, but for Koreans. Like that's my initial thought of what it was. But no, it's like a, an actual drama show, but these people are put into this game simulator and you can possibly die in the games. In like real life? Like I don't get it. Like, is it like they just drop you off like Saw style? You wake up in a fucking box and don't know what's going on? Like, yeah, kind of. Right. And there's how many people? Uh, 456. And they all just wake up in this fucking place. Essentially, yes. And it's, I'm assuming it's like a huge giant, like human maze type shit. Kind of. There's like different games you have to play and, you know, beat the game. And you're, there's no, I don't want to give away too much. I mean, I'm never going to watch this shit. Let's be honest. Like, <laughs> yeah. But people that are listening may want to give it a shot. And I don't I'm not that. telling you to give me the fucking finale. I'm just telling you, give me the premise. Like, I did. It's not really. <laughs> <laughs> what more do you want to know? I just want to know. Like I saw they all have numbers and shit. Like they're all numbered. I take it. Yep. And, like somebody it's your, told it's me. It's your player number. Okay. And somebody told me that there's like, uh, there's like people in the, the game that aren't in the game. Like, they got these dudes wearing these, like, samurai-looking shits? Well, they're kind of the the make sure everyone's playing fair. Okay. You know, they're just the regulators. They're the they're the um, referees. Do they live in there with them? Uh, or do they, like, leave and come back? Or, like... It doesn't really Because I'm assuming nobody tries to escape this fucking place or nothing during the game? You're kind of locked in there. Okay. So, yeah, you get dropped off in this place... And you have to play these games. Do you sign up for it or it's just random? Or Well, it's giving away too much. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. So you're dropped off into this place. You have to play these games. And when you lose, you die. So Like actually die. Like Yeah, in the show, not in real life. So they're not real people? They're simulated people? <laughs> 
it's a show. It's not like a real life show. Like they don't die in real life. No, I, I get that. I get okay. that. Okay, I get that aspect. But I'm saying in yes, the show, they die in real life. Okay, so it's in like real. It's like a real life. survival type shit. Yes. Like, okay, I got you. That's all I was wondering. Right. Like, but there's a lot of drama that they throw in there. Right. I like bet. you get really connected to some of these characters. Right. And do you get to know all four? Does it introduce like all four fifty six, or you just see like a bunch of people get whacked at once type shit? Like, yeah, kind of like that. But there's like probably like half of them you get to know really well. Yeah. Or like one fourth of them or something like that. Yeah, it's probably like fifty. Yeah, you get to know them really well, so you're like going on this journey with them, and you see what their lives are like outside of this game before they got put inside of it. It cuts back and forth. To yeah, like certain groups, and right? Shit like that, and and you just. They do a really good job at you caring about these characters, and you're like, are they going to make it through this game? And only one person wins? Yep. Damn. What do they win, like billion dollars? or? Well, that is what they're playing for, yeah. Each person has a price tag on their head, and when they get killed, that money gets dropped into a piggy bank. So when everyone dies, the piggy bank is full, and whoever the winner is gets all the money. Do you know how much money they're worth? Yeah, but it's in Korean. I... I did the conversion, but I don't remember what it is. It's a few million dollars. I'm saying is like everybody the same amount. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if like this guy was rich in the real life. So like. Oh, no. Everyone has the same price tag. 10-4. All right. It's really good, though. I might give it a watch. And I appreciate it getting so big because it's. Does it finish the whole game or does it leave you on like a cliffhanger? No, it's it's a complete story. And people want them to make another one. But the writer was like, I didn't plan on doing more than just one season. So I I like that it's a contained story. And um, I really like that people are appreciating good writing, like good storytelling, but also, you know, foreign foreign films. You know, what was weird as I was looking through Hulu the other day and you know that they have Parasite under comedy. (laughs) <laughs> like not even dark comedy just comedy i was yeah like, i saw that I too that's where that belongs like there's a there's a few of them like that if you go on go through netflix because i was like it's got some funny shit in it but like it's very dark ending like, yeah I, I can't remember which one it was but i think it was comedy as well yeah. but it was like a movie about racism i was right. like netflix got jokes <laughs> That's like putting American History X under, like, you know, yeah. drama. That, well, I mean, I guess it should be. It a is drama. a drama, but, you know, but, I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, it's like put it under fucking, you know. I don't know. Certain, uh, it just caught me off guard because I'm, like, looking at all this silly shit, but all of a sudden it was Parasite. I'm like, what? <laughs> this is, I'm under comedy? What? I mean, it is pretty funny. Bung Joon-ho has, like, it comedic had, aspects it, Like I said, it. it had some funny bits in the movie, but, yeah. like, I just wouldn't have put it into that no it's not a comedic movie but it is no. comedy aspects it's a serious movie that has funny parts in it yeah and i think a, a, a good movie can do that it right. can be serious but still have a little lightheartedness and mm-hmm. little jokes here and there i think that's what makes bong joon ho so like original and great is he balances the two perfectly yeah i was gonna say because he does a good job of it in the other one too the yep. pollution movie <laughs> the, co- the, the covid movie yeah the covid the movie. covid movie yeah, I, I re-listened to our episode and we were just like conspiracy theory all over the place of how they predicted COVID. You in this did that movie. shit. I would have never have put all that together before <laughs> I started watching that shit. Uh, but it's just so weird, the similarities. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it is eerie as fuck. If you yeah. watch The Host, it feels like they wrote this after COVID about COVID. Honestly, when I watch The Host, 
the only thing I feel like that's missing from that movie that could just make it the greatest movie of all time is if Captain Planet showed up at the end <laughs> to beat that fucking monster to death. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what it is. It's an environmental movie. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm yeah. saying? About like, we're, look what we're doing. About pollution, yeah. Right. So if Captain Planet just pops up to save the fucking day, that last five minutes sets up a whole fucking thing. I would have lost my mind. I would have. I would have been like, take all my fucking money. Yeah. If they do a Captain Planet movie, would you would you would you see it? I don't know. It'd have to be done by the right person. You know, they did have Don Cheadle was going to be Black Captain America. You mean? I uh, mean Captain Planet. Yeah, Captain Planet. Nah, he did that whole funnier dies. Was it a fire? Yes. Yeah, I I forgot, but I just kept seeing Don Cheadle in fucking like yeah, the makeup, and I was yeah. like, "What the fuck is this?" It was like a whole bit, dude. It's like a, he's got like almost a whole movie's worth of that shit he did for Funnier Die. It's really just about Captain Planet being an asshole. Oh, really? Like, not really saving the day. Oh, okay. Like, just fucking shit up. I just remember seeing that meme everywhere. I was like, did Don yeah. Cheadle try to do no, no, Captain no. Planet? Yeah, it's like a bit. Oh, okay. You gotta watch it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I think he could be badass, man. And like, it sends get, a good message at the end of the day. Like, Get, who would, get Zack Snyder in, in this. Like, make a really dark Captain Planet movie. Like, I don't want to be Marvel... Shiny no, well, comedy. I want to see like a dark, gritty. You kind of have to be campy and light with it because it's fucking Captain Planet. Dude. I know, but that's what I'm saying. That's what you expect. You I would the like dark to see Captain yeah. Planet. <laughs> I'm here to save the fucking planet. <sighs> Batman, I mean, Captain Planet. <laughs> Swear to me. <laughs> nah, and then like you get some young, you know, like. Younger people that are mm-hmm. like, you know, bring in the faces, you know, bring in like it could be a good franchise, you know, I think I think I think it could. You imagine I watching the kids use the fucking power rings, fucking fire and just shoots this huge tunnel of fire out of the fucking ring. That'd be cool as shit, man. Wind, all that. Oh, yeah. If you did it right. Yeah. Like I get maybe not Zack Snyder, but somebody that's great with action movies. Yeah, like, I know. I was being facetious, but. Yeah, Michael Bay. I I know. I, like you, I, I know he can't you, do characters. I though. know you would have shit on it, but like Michael Bay could bring that shit to life, though. If you had like him team up with somebody that's really good at like character development, like um, it would be way too atmospheric for uh, Danae, but he does really good character development. I heard so many people are pissed that they're talking about rebooting Ninja Turtles again. Yes. And they'll let Michael Bay get it again. Oh my god, why? Why are you giving it to Michael Bay? I didn't watch them, because I don't care. They don't look like they, I mean, Turtles. they go lie. They're straight cheese, bro. Yeah. They are straight cheese, but I, I like them. I took Brody to see them. Yeah. So. If I had kids, I'd probably watch all that. But I, I own them both on Blu-ray. But <laughs> I have the old, I have the not ones with the 90s on Blu-ray, too. Yes. But I need to get the first two. Three. I don't. Third one doesn't matter. You better stop, bro. The, the samurai one, one is no, awesome, it's not. Dude. It's, it's awful. Awesome. It's god awful. I I tried watching Revenge or the Ooze the other day. Oh, man. it's amazing. Yeah, some of it. But you know what I didn't like is like I didn't even realize it until I watched it as an adult. They're not allowed to use their weapons in the second one. Yeah, that is true because the first one was too quote unquote violent. So right. they took the only one was a uh, Leonardo, right? He yeah, he's not stick. allowed to pull his swords out at all. Yeah, that's Donatello was the Donatello only one. was a yeah, stick right? He has a stick. Yeah, yeah Wrath couldn't use a size. Uh, Mikey wasn't using his nunchucks. Maybe yeah. he did. I don't remember. No, I, if he did, it was very brief. Right. But yeah, that's why they did that because people were complaining about it being too violent, so they didn't let them use their. Uh, are you shitting me? Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? Like those movies are like PG. Yeah. 
I don't know. But yeah, I just remember that I didn't like that about the second one because there was a lot of cool fight scenes that I'm just like, this would have been a lot better if he would have nunchucked but, Razor. Yeah, you know? but the um, the costume design was amazing. Yeah, it still holds up. I feel the two like. ooze yeah. of the monsters were so cool. The I just puppies. remember the wolf. Like I wanted him. Like I know. had him and the turtle. I've got the turtle now, but I don't have R- Razar or whatever. Oh, I yet. see. But I got the. Uh, I forget what the turtle was called. But Slasher. I do. I do. I do really enjoy the first one. Yeah. I thought it was perfect. Oh, the first one's great. It, yeah. It's a masterpiece almost. Casey Jones, man, I love that one. Yeah, the the new ones they. Yeah. You just need to capture that again. Whatever that was that the first one did, if he can recapture that. I still love the original animated series. I have like the first like five seasons of it on DVD. No. There's that's 10. one that I would go. I even played the video games like the the NES yep. where you go like in the yep, thing. Yep, yep. That's the I first that one. one a lot. I have the arcade one. Oh, I see. The one that they have at Family Fun Center. Mm-hmm. I have that one at the house. It's still hard as shit. Like, oh yeah. If me and you played it together, we'd probably get a lot farther in it. But like me by myself, I could only get to like level two. Yeah, it's it, it's crazy how hard those games were back in the day. Oh my god, like that Batman game. Oh man, so fucking hard. Contra, dude. Anything shit. I tell people all the time: if you could be any game on NES, Super Nintendo, sixty four, shit like that, like. No, nah, not in 64, because I beat a bunch 64 of games 64 is where they started getting a lot easier, right. but those platformers... Right, but if you beat anything on Sega, Genesis, anything on NES, anything on Super Nintendo, you got fucking skills, because... Play the original Super Mario Brothers all the way through. Yeah, that is what shit. Super Mario Brothers 3, without whistles. Show me that. <laughs> if you have Super Mario Brothers 2, which I'm one of the few people that probably have that console, or have that game... It's that hard pretty shit. hard too. It's hard as shit, dude. It's a different animal though, because it was supposed to be a different game. Right? They just different uh, sprited it or whatever. They just Mario, Mario'd it. <laughs> You've seen that Nintendo Nintendo yeah, yeah, video too. I yeah. love that guy. He's uh, great. He is. He's been doing that for a while too. I wanted to. Uh, show do you want to do that on the podcast? I want to see what you got. I'm curious. I am. I want to do it on the podcast, but I also want to make a TikTok. We can make a TikTok. Do Follow you wanna, do you Nick wa- War Cinema TikTok because Greg doesn't upload it, update it. It's fine. You could follow Greg Durrance one if you want to watch me lift heavy ass weight. When I send, when I send it, I always put you in it too. Yeah. I tag you too. What is this guy? Fitness channel? Yes. My dad called. Trying to lift four oh five. Do you want to end the episode and then we can do the TikTok? I want to hear what you got and oh, so you're like ready to go for. I see a steel book in there. Yeah. Do you want me to tell you how much I pay for it? Because I know you get upset because how much you pay for steel books. Yeah, but I buy, I don't know, five. No, you wouldn't pay that. Three dollars. Close. Two. Two dollars. Two dollars. Got Game of Shadows. Oh, nice. Sure. I actually really too. like that. I have it on Blu-ray already. I didn't yeah, tell my that wife that. Yeah, hard. Should have been peace. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, right? That's why I got it. It's got Jude Law on the back. Nice. I like that. This movie, I don't know what it is, but I really, I saw the cover and I read the little thing on it and I, I, I had to get it. Um, I might give it to you to watch after I watch it. It's called Wise Guys, which you know, drew it. me in. Danny DeVito and Joe, Joe Piscopo. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> I just saw Joe. I, I didn't know who that was. What kind of guys gamble with the boss's money, swipe a killer's Cadillac and party on the mob's credit card? It does sound like a movie you would watch. And it's an older movie, too. It's like... Well, yeah, it has Danny DeVito in it. 
<laughs> but like they fucked that Cadillac up. Look at that shit. Damn. It definitely looks like a good one. But anyways, this is just a nostalgic love of mine. Remember we were talking about that not too I, long ago? That's my favorite Jackie Chan non-American. Not Rush Hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fantastic. And Drun- then this uh, Drunken Master is what it was. Shout out to my boy Retro Sega. Uh he shows sometimes trailers from when we were from movies when we were kids. Mm-hmm. And I had never heard of this fucking movie, but the dude's from uh Highlander, Christopher Lambert. Yeah. It's called Fortress. And I didn't even know they made a sequel to it. It looks like straight 80s, cheese. early 90s cheese, yes. bro. Yes, I was going to say, that just looks like straight cheese. But they were both there, and I was just, I didn't even know they made a sequel. But supposedly, he breaks out from this one, right? Yeah. And then somehow gets captured again. And this one, he's in space. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. So we may, we may uh, take that dive one day. If I think the first one's just that bad, I might have you watch it. I'll, I'll go on that journey with you. Because I've never, I'm going to be honest, I've never liked this guy in anything other than Ghostbusters 2 yeah. and Highlander. Yeah. Supposedly, I was reading something online. Isn't he like a shitty person now? Like, he's like an asshole? Oh, I don't know. Probably. I mean, I- look at that face. <laughs> he looks like he's spitting it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think I read something online where he's like, I don't want to speak out of turn. Like, right. it, he's probably a super nice guy. But I just remember coming across something where he's like kind of a shitty person. Shit, he looks like... Old boy from Ghostbusters 2 in that one. Yeah. He's got fat face in that one. <laughs> Looks like a Viking. But yeah, I saw the, he had the trailer for the first one, mm-hmm. but they were sitting right next to each other. And I was like, for a dollar, bro, you got to right. get those. Those are my favorites. Yeah. But but yeah, I'm going to put those, I'm going to do a TikTok for those. Oh, yeah. So uh, Heat next week. The Heat. The Heat. Yeah, don't look up Heat because it's an also badass movie, but it's not a comedy by any means. <laughs> I forgot The Heat. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's a little thing because like when you look at I didn't up, even think about that. Yeah, yeah. you're perfectly. <laughs> Obviously, you knew we weren't doing Heat, which I don't care. Anytime we could do a fucking episode about Heat. We probably I, will in 2022. I fucking love that movie. Me too. But uh, we'll it's probably the- have Mick on for that one. Mick loves Heat. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, for real, though. I, I made the wife watch it and she really liked it. It's just it's a surprising. great heist movie, dude. Yeah. But next week, The Heat. The Heat. <laughs> Later. Later.